Okay, standby podcast. Okay, hello everybody. Welcome to Sportscope. I'm your host, Robert Butler. Great game tonight. We are finally there. Uh, Dallas got the breaks they needed. Dak Prescott looked good. First game back after horrific injury. Uh, Couldn't say much more about it. i tell you what, folks. uh, I don't think they're going to win tonight, but I really like this Cowboy team. The offseason moves that they've made. Uh, Offensively, you see that they're really sharp. Uh, I'm very confident in them to win the NFC West. Uh, you know, everybody needs some breaks. Uh, this game's a lot closer than I thought it would be. But, hey, it's the NFL. Anything can happen when you have a couple fluke turnovers. Also, another thing, I've been hesitant about this Raven team. I talked to you guys the other day about these injuries with J.K. Dobbins. Marcus Peters tore his ACL today. Gus Edwards, their other running back, tore his ACL. Justice Hill tore his ACL earlier this week. LJ Fort, also ACL tear. Rookie Rashad Bateman placed on the IR with a growing injury. Uh, I was not going to put them into the playoffs before we got started, and now I feel confident about that. It happens. I'm, it's very fortunate for the Raven fans and Raven Nation. Uh, I get it. Seemed like we had that issue here in uh, Tennessee with the Titans probably about 15, 18 years ago in the early 2000s when they were trying to make their Super Bowl run. It starts in training camp. Teams get snake bit. The good thing is you'll get a better draft pick and you'll have to throw the ball more. You can evaluate Lamar Jackson. That's a big story. I'm going to go rapid fire. I want to get done with this before uh, not too much into the second half. I'm really into the game as you are. Played a lot of fantasy lineups tonight. Uh, Really excited. Just a really good game. Good to hear the crowds and everything back into it. So what we're going to do tonight, go over the AFC South, uh, go over the AFC West. I'll give you my AFC Super Bowl prediction and a Super Bowl winner, okay? All righty then. Houston. Houston, we'll start off there. Nothing new on Deshaun Watson other than he's not going to play. Tyrod Taylor's going to play. Sunday against Jacksonville. Uh, not a lot to say there. This team, you know, got David Cully here. Uh, may make some more trades. I want to say they made a trade for, uh, traded away a cornerback to the Saints. This team is probably going for the number one pick. They're doing what the Jacksonville Jaguars done last year. I see, and they, they are the odds-on favorite to get that. Number one pick, I expect Deshaun Watson, possibly to be traded by the deadline if something big happens, but he might not even play a single snap this season. This team is loading up on draft picks. They're trading away players. I think they'll be sellers at the trading deadline if they can find a way to trade off of David Johnson, someone of that nature. Uh, Anybody that's making any kind of money that's left on the roster, maybe a Brooks or somebody of that nature, uh, whoever they think that they feel like they can trade a value, that they will do to do so. I think this team will probably get the number one pick. I'm thinking, I don't think they're going to go, oh, when uh, they got to play Tennessee twice, 
They've got to play Jacksonville, teams that give up big plays. I think they'll probably get a game or two. I mean, they're playing teams like uh, – uh, well, they got they got the Jets at home. They, they they may they may be in two or three games. But management, uh, coaching staff, in the back of their mind, they're thinking, let's just do this, get through it. Let's try to find some things and improve them. I was looking at their secondary; it, it's going to be bad. Uh, Vernon Hargraves, guys that's been moved off other teams. It, my my thing is, they're going to get the number one pick. Not going to waste a lot of time on the Houston Texans. Uh, moving right along. Okay, the Colts. The Colts like the um, like the Baltimore Ravens, a team they they they've seemed to be getting snake bit by injury. Uh, I want to say one of their receivers, not named T.Y. Hilton. T.Y. Hilton's going to be out for a while. Uh, Michael Pittman uh, may may have a breakout year, but you got Paris Campbell here. He's banged up. He's got a nagging injury as well. Uh, I, you know, you've got Carson Wentz. He was banged up most of the um, uh, Brian. He was banged up most of training camp. He's got a whole new staff of players he's playing with, new team, new organization. I just not got them even in the playoffs. Some people are still picking them to beat the Titans in the division. I'm not one of those people. Uh, you, you start to look at the players that they have that have been injured. Uh, you start to look at their schedule, the way it's starting off. If you look at their schedule, this team could essentially go the Colts. They could essentially go 0-5. I mean, seriously, they're playing Seattle, Rams, at Tennessee, at Miami. Uh, now, they may beat Baltimore now. That would be 1-4, uh, possibly there. And then, of course, you know, they got Houston. They could beat Houston. But they got to play at San Francisco. They got to play Tampa this year. They have to play New England this year. Uh, they got to play at Arizona. So this Colts team, I'm thinking of probably nine and eight, uh, ten and seven. They're not going to win this division. I think they're going to lose some tiebreakers if they get into tiebreakers because they're playing in a division with the Jacksonville Jaguars and the uh, Houston Texans. Uh, flipping right through, going rapid fire here. Jacksonville, going to be a fun team to watch. Urban Meyer, Trevor Lawrence. Like I said on the Mac and Jack show the other day, guys, Trevor Lawrence made some adjustments. I like their game plan going into the last preseason game against Dallas. I, they're going, they have a shot to win. I think they'll probably win Sunday against Houston. Uh, they're not going to win too many games this year. They're probably going to win anywhere from two to five. They're going to be in a lot of shootouts. Total rebuild. Uh, Travis Etienne's out for the season. This is just getting Trevor uh, Trevor Lawrence, getting his feet wet, uh, just trying to get him used to the pro game, getting guys like uh, Chenault, the wide receiver there, uh, really good player, uh, come out of nowhere last year, getting people like him involved, develop some chemistry with DJ Shark. Of course, he was injured, of course. But uh, this is going to be a fun team to watch, fun team to play fantasy against, fun team to play fantasy with. They're going to give a ton of points. I think that'll be a great fantasy game, guys, that Houston and Jacksonville. Both teams, really bad defenses. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, pretty confident quarterback. He'll get the ball to some of their playmakers. And, of course, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, that'll be an interesting game to see, even though it's the bottom feeders bowl, if you ask me, okay?
So, you know, I'm saying probably top five for, for Jacksonville. Uh, I think Houston's going to get the number one pick. I think Jacksonville probably pick in the top five uh, with teams like Detroit and whatnot to get those picks. They still need players, okay? So, you know, it, it's getting easier for me to pick Tennessee here. Uh, I was a little concerned about A.J. Brown. He was he missed practice on Wednesday. He was uh, with a knee injury, uh, sore knee, full practice today. Team brings in Julio Jones. They had a lot of issues there on the uh, off it, on the defensive pass rush here, but they they brought it. They got this guy Shane Bowen and and, and Jim, uh, Jim Schwartz, former U, U, uh, Tennessee Titans uh, defensive coordinator. Not really liking his secondary, but he will teach the guys have a little bit better run defense there. Uh, Tennessee. Uh, Really good that brought in Bud Dupree. He's coming back from ACL. By the way, Bud Dupree has been practicing. Not all ACL injuries are the same, everybody. Again, uh, Tennessee lose two corners. Uh, Malcolm Butler, he's contemplating retirement. Tennessee did the right thing by cutting him. Adore Jackson, he's already hurt. I want to say he went to the Giants. Uh, he only played four or five games last year. They bring in guys like Janoris Jenkins. And uh, Kristen Fulton got him back in a second year. Uh, they drafted Caleb Farley. So I think that they're going to be okay. They, they've also brought in uh, uh, Nico Altry from the Colts. He's supposed to be having a pretty good camp there. Brought in Janoris Jenkins. They're going to be better in the secondary. Uh, they've got Taylor Lewan back at left tackle. Uh, going to have one of the better offenses uh, in the league. Going to have one of the better offensive lines this year. I expect a career year out of Ryan Tannehill. Uh, I like him to win Sunday against uh, Arizona here at home. So I'm thinking this team is probably sitting here at around uh, 11 and 6. And a side note, yeah, Adore Jackson played three games last year. So John Robertson, good job letting Adore Jackson go, getting rid of Malcolm Butler. Uh, letting Corey Davis, who was inconsistent, he went over to the Jets. John New Smith, another tight end, inconsistent. He went over to the New England Patriots. Good call, Allstate there. So I've got Tennessee Titans winning the AFC South, everybody. Okay? Not really a hot take, but if you ask some of the national people, they're saying that bad schedule is not going to be a big deal for the Colts. They like the Colts' offensive line. They like their overall roster. Uh, they're a little too high on a, a Carson Wentz. That's not me. Okay. AFC West. You know what? I like what Denver's done in the offseason, guys. I'm telling you, now that Baltimore's practically out of it with the Colts reeling, Denver is one of my sleeper teams to possibly get into the playoffs. I'll go over my AFC playoff picture here in just a little bit. Denver's going to be in the hunt all year this year. Last year, Von Miller got hurt. They just got injury. One of their cornerbacks got hurt. He's no longer on the team. Made some really good offseason acquisitions. Quite frankly, they made some moves, guys, that I didn't think that they could possibly pull off, like bringing in all-star cornerback Cal Fuller, Pro Bowl-level player, uh, from the Chicago Bears. Terrible move by the Bears to let him go. I did not like that. Good pickup for the Denver Broncos. Number one. 
uh, according to Pro Football Focus, uh, best secondary in the NFL uh, uh, coming into this year. And I and I totally get it. They brought in Ronald Darby from Washington, another excellent cornerback, excellent cornerback. Teddy Bridgewater got him in. He wins a starting job. I have total faith in Bridgewater over an erratic, up-and-down player like Drew Locke. Never a Drew Locke guy. Bridgewater, not the most talented player in the world, but I do like him to beat the Giants Sunday, guys. Uh, I do like their running back that they drafted out of North Carolina. Uh, with Melvin Gordon, Javante Williams, they're going to have a good one-two attack there. This team has got... Uh, 10th defensive line ranked in the country, uh, 21st offensive line, but they're going to have a good running game. They have a really good shot. Now, of course, their head coach, Vic Vangio, he's on the hot seat. He's fully aware of that. He's not going to take any more chances with uh, – he's not going to take any more chances with a guy like Drew Locke and his coach and future head. No, of course not. And, of course, the Giants with their 32nd-ranked offensive line coming in, Barkley might not be playing – some of these guys that wear the blue and uh, red, white, and blue uh, giant color sunglasses are all thinking that uh, this is going to work out for the Giants. No, thank you. I think the Giants are not going to get into the playoffs. I'd already not have them getting in, and I got them losing Sunday. But this team right here, I really like. I like their chances to get in. I got them going in around eleven and six. They're going to be right down to the end, borderline playoff. Uh, contending team for a wild card. Interesting team. Okay, just going in. and uh, Guys, I'm doing this in the order of the uh, 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 that I have on this Lindy's Magazine. And, I, and I'll give you my playoff predictions. Rapid fire as we go. Okay? All right, Chiefs. Again, I like the Chiefs this year. I like the fact that they got Orlando Brown. They brought in Joe Tooney. At offensive line, uh, they they've got a they've got a they did lose Eric Fisher there and 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 Schwartz, but they've also brought in Jared Reed, defensive tackle. Remember him, guys, from the uh, remember him from uh, the Seattle Seahawks. Okay, but they did lose Brashad Breeland in free agency, and uh, they've got three new offensive line they're going to be playing. Okay. My problem with them is, and plus uh, Frank Clark has still got that gun charge pending him on defense. My issue with Kansas City is, for one thing, their their, uh, division's gotten better. They're not going to be a one seed. They are simply not going to be a one seed this year. For one thing, how many times have you seen a team win a Super or lose a Super Bowl and become a one seed the next year? Never. I've not seen that. How many times have you seen a team not named New England guys in the past 25, 30 years get the one seed, get the, the the one seed two years in a row. Not even the Patriots. The Patriots have done it, but it's very rare to get that because you have to have a lot of breaks go your way. So my thing is I do like them with their offense and they're in the right amount of depth they have on their defensive side to probably go anywhere from uh, to have, I don't know, three to four lo- four losses, I'm thinking, uh, 13 and four, something like that, okay? They're going to win the AFC West. That is not a big hot take there. 
and I will tell you their seeding here in a minute. But this is going to be a highly competitive division other than the Raiders. The Raiders may upset, well, they did upset Kansas City. The Raiders will be competitive, but they always seem to fall apart, guys. Now, the Chargers. Now, I like this team, the Chargers. I'm telling you. Uh, really up, you know, you've got the rookie of the year here, Justin Herbert. Uh, Darwin James back. This guy is an excellent safety, uh, major playmaker for this team. Win healthy. He's back healthy. Made some big plays in training camp. Picked off Jimmy Garoppolo. Took it to the house. I saw that streaming there off of uh, the internet. They brought in a all-pro center. From the Packers, Packers should never let Corey Lindsey go, but they did, and now they have brought him in uh, to play with uh, snap with, with, uh, with uh, Justin Herbert, folks. Now they did lose Hunter Henry, but they brought in Jared Cook, so I like that. I like the fact that they brought in uh, drafted Rashawn Slater. He's doing a good job blocking Joey Bosa in practice. Slater's a, a first round pick out of North West North. Western, great pick there for the uh, uh, the the L.A. Chargers. They've also brought in a player from, um, oh, what's it, Matt Fire, a guard from, I want to say he came in from the Pittsburgh Steelers. The, uh, Pro Football Focus has their offensive line. They were 32nd last year. They're like 18th. They're projected to be right around 18th, something like that. You got to, and then they've got Brandon Staley here, Joe Lombardi, uh, who comes over from the Saints. They're going to have a much better offensive line. Now, I did read that Austin Eckler has gotten injured. Uh, he's got a little nagging injury thing going today. I don't say he practiced. I got him losing that opening game to the Washington football team and everything. Um, yeah, Pickles. Slater has really good footwork there, but I like big things out of this team, guys. You know, I think they beat Dallas in week two, okay? Uh, I've got them losing to Washington, uh, to New England, to at Denver, uh, losing the game to Kansas City, but I got them beating Kansas City. I got them 11-6, 12-5. Got this team in the playoffs. I like I like what this Chargers team's done in the offseason. I like the coaching. I like the quarterback there. I like the fact that they've gotten him help. And I like the fact if the Dorman James stays healthy and you keep Joey Bosa out there, you're going to have a formidable defense. This team drafts well. Uh, they let guys go left and right. Very tough to throw on this team. They're just always been a tough out. Remember, they went 7-9 last year and lost a lot of really close one-score games. That's why their head coach was fired. Really bad clock management there. Uh, but I do like Staley, and I like his staff that he's got around him. Very young guy, I get it. But you really don't, you really can't screw this up uh, if you put the right type of people around you with a guy like Justin Herbert. Totally wrong about him. Okay. All right, Raiders. Uh, you know, Raiders are just the Raiders. You know, they're always making these big moves, and they're very erratic. Uh you know, I did like the fact that the more I read about this Alex Leathers, this right tackle, first-round pick, I think he's going to be okay. But my biggest issue with them is their defense is bad. Uh, it's a, it's around 30th in points allowed. They try to trade with the with the Bears. They get Khalil Mack back. 
they did pick up Yannick Nagehu, who's kind of bounced around the league. They got guys like John Brown, Carl Joseph. Uh, they did lose Rodney Hudson, their center, and Gabe Jackson, who's now with the Seattle Seahawks, lost Nelson Aguilar, and they've got guys like Henry Ruggs. And, of course, Darren Wallard. Uh, Ruggs was really inconsistent last year, Brian. You said something about Ruggs earlier. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, man. This team right here, I do got them upset in Baltimore with all those injuries to Baltimore Monday night. But my guess is they're probably going to be about a 6-11 and football team. And I think that John Gruden will probably have the owner fire um, Mike Mayock for his personnel decisions, you know. And that's probably how that thing is going to end. Um then again, maybe, maybe he 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 just discussed a buyout for Gruden. I don't know. Four years, ten-year contract. I'm not so sure about that. Okay, let's go to the playoff picture here. Rapid fire, rapid fire. I want to get back to the game, guys. All right, Cleveland Browns. I've got them. Uh, fourteen and four. Chiefs. Fourteen and four. Third. Uh, fourteen and. Three, 14, and uh, 13, and four, something like that. Either way, I got the Browns winning Sunday, guys. Okay. I got the Browns going up there winning Sunday. I've got the Browns as the number one seed in the AFC. I've got the Chiefs, which could, uh, would, which could drop. Uh, I don't think they're good to kind of breaks. They may, they may even lose the division. To, to a charge is this charger team possibly okay i got them 13 and 4 uh something of that nature or 14 and 3 14 and 4 they're they're going to get the 2 seed which is huge because they're going to have to play in the wild card round remember there's only one bye for these next 2 years these last 2 years i've got the buffalo bills as the 3 seed okay nothing new there a uh, little tougher schedule but they get through it. They get the three seed. I've got the Tennessee Titans winning the South. I just talked about them. They've got the four seed. Here are my uh, uh, wild cards in order. The five seed. I've got the New England Patriots. I really like what they've done. They're going to make the playoffs. Just mentioned the L.A. Chargers here. Um, as the sixth seed. Getting in as a wild card. Seventh seed. This one's a tough one, Brian. This one was tough. It was between Miami, Denver, and, and Pittsburgh. From what I've seen, even with four offensive linemen, TJ Watt, massive $100 million signing today. He will be there. Uh, this team had the what, had great secondary last year. A lot of players back. Devin Bush, I like the fact that they took Najee Harris. Uh, they're going to throw the ball to the running backs a lot. Everything is going to be short. I like what Matt Canada is doing in the preseason and what they're doing in the uh, regular season. If Roethlisberger stays healthy this whole year, I think the Pittsburgh Steelers will get in the playoffs as a seventh seed. I do not think that the Ravens are going to make it. I do not think that the Colts are going to make it. I think that with a break here or there, that a team like Denver could very well get in. And Miami, the only reason I didn't take them, they also have a bad offensive line. 
but they're good enough everywhere else with the running game that they could slide in there. That seventh seed is going to be a dogfight all the way up to week 18, everybody. So, again, Pittsburgh. I did not see this happening, but after looking at their strength of schedule, looking at the players they've got back, the, uh, the shape that Jim Roethlisberger is in, which is really good right now, and the scheme of the offense, it all looks good for them. They'll probably sweep Baltimore. Baltimore's a snake bit right now with injuries. Uh, Marcus Peters towards ACL today again. And, of course, uh, Gus Edwards, the other running back. It's just a snake bit type of thing. So, round one, wild, wild card round. Pittsburgh will play at Kansas City. Uh, Kansas City wins that game easily. Kansas City moves on to the next round. The Chargers will play at Buffalo. Not quite ready for prime time. I like Josh Allen to pull it off. Buffalo to get the win. Advance to the next round. Uh, the uh, the uh, New England Patriots will play at the Tennessee Titans. Tennessee has matched up really well against them in the past. Mike Vrabel, Bill Belichick, Vrabel, uh, the former student, has played well against the uh, against the, uh, uh, the, the the teacher there. I like the, the 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 Titans to advance to the second round in the divisional round. Okay. That means Tennessee being the fourth seed, they will play at Cleveland. Tennessee runs into a buzzsaw there. Cleveland with the deepest team in the league, uh, I think in the AFC. They beat Tennessee and advance to the AFC championship. I want to say we're talking over 30 years here, the last time that they've been in the AFC championship game, okay? Uh, Buffalo, kind of like last year. Uh, they go, they go to, uh, Kansas city. It's close. Kansas city pulls away at the very end. Now Kansas city has to go to Cleveland. Kansas city has to go to Cleveland. Cleveland's a little bit deeper. Cleveland beat them earlier this year to next, this Sunday in week one, Cleveland beats Kansas city to get back in the, get to the super bowl. I want to say this is the first time in the Super Bowl era that the Cleveland Browns will be in the Super Bowl this year. I did not think it was going to work out this way, but guys, I spent all day Sunday, most of the day Monday night, and I even spent some time yesterday into the evening looking over game by game, matchup by matchup, and I've got the Cleveland Browns taking on the team that's playing the night the Tampa Bay Bucks in the Super Bowl in Los Angeles, okay? Um, I do think that, and I put money on this. I put my money where my mouth is. I bet this game already. Uh, other teams that could possibly make it, Buffalo against the, the uh, San Francisco 49ers. I think the 49ers going to be a really good team. That could be another possibility, Okay. Could Tennessee's defensive new players come together and them to that veteran team with their running game, offensive line, uh, offensive weapons, uh, they could possibly get in there as well. Could the Rams hang on and get uh, keep Andrew Whitworth healthy and possibly slide in there in the NFC? Absolutely. Those are bubble teams, though, guys. I'm going with the quality teams, quality depth. It's their time. Cleveland Browns, Tampa Bay Bucks. 
I think Tampa, this team, is uh, you got a veteran quarterback here. We saw that pass that Brady made to Antonio Brown. I think that they figure out a way to do it. Uh, I'm thinking, I don't know, 31 to 24, uh, something of that nature. Maybe a little bit lower, maybe 27 uh, to 24, uh, uh, something like that. New, uh, the, the, the Tampa Bay Bucks beat the Cleveland Browns. Now, Cleveland's got a great pass rush. They got the great running game. Uh, could it go the other way? And Baker Mayfield bring the Cleveland Browns a Super Bowl championship? Absolutely. I nailed the Super Bowl last year. But remember, Schwartz got hurt in the playoffs. Eric Fisher towards Achilles uh, in the uh, AFC championship game that year. They got mauled by that deep uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers offensive line, defensive line. So I think it could go either way. I'm picking Tampa to win it again uh, over the Cleveland Browns, but it could very well, folks, be the Cleveland Browns winning the Super Bowl. So we'll see how that plays out. I did not until I actually um, looked this over. Hold on, everybody. Change out my tag here. Until I actually broke this down game by game, if you look at Pittsburgh's offensive line, we're seeing that Baltimore's falling apart before a game even starts. You look at Cincinnati's offensive line and uh, lack of firepower on defense, Cleveland's going to have a really smooth path here in the AFC North. And listen, if, if, if Kansas City beats them, Hey, I'll come over here and admit this on, on uh, Tuesday's program that, that Kansas City was the better team here in September. And that could happen. But I just like the, the defensive defensive players are easier to, to uh, 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 plug and play early on rather than offensive players. If they had five or six offensive players, receivers and offensive linemen, I would not pick, I would not pick Cleveland to win this opening week. But – that's not the case. It's defensive players. Remember, Cleveland will have Odell Beckham back. Uh, three new offensive linemen there with the Kansas City Chiefs. Just not sure that's going to happen. I'm calling for that upset. And it's going to be crucial because it's going to come back and haunt Kansas City when they have to go into the playoffs because I think Cleveland, the Cleveland Browns get the number one seed. So, uh, Browns fans, you're welcome there, but I call balls and strikes. I am not a biased person. I just want to be right, and, and, and if I get it wrong, I want to get it right. So, anyways, I'm going to get back to the second half, everybody. Enjoy the games. I'll be back on Tuesday, breaking down week one, where I was right, where I was wrong, all that good stuff. And uh, now, uh, Sunday at 7.30 a.m. Central Time, be on the Mac and Jack show. Guys got a really good show there. Uh, we'll be talking about this week in sports, probably some of the same topics. Tune in there on the Northeast Streaming Sports there uh, on the Facebook or the uh, Northeast Stream YouTube channel. I'll be there. So anyways, guys, uh, we're here. Remember I said say this every week. We're, we're out here in week one. Uh, the countdown is over. The games begin. Uh, like the Andy Williams song said, 
Uh, it's the most wonderful time of the year. I was telling my dad today that today's like Thanksgiving to me as a big time NFL fan and Sunday will be like Christmas. Okay. Have a good week, everybody. If you like the show, please share the show, subscribe to the YouTube channel, the sports scope, follow me on Twitter at rbutler723. Uh, subscribe to the podcast there, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, the sports scope, uh, it will be out there. But either way, guys, I will see you uh, Tuesday, 9 p.m. Central Time, give or take a few minutes here on Sports Scope. Thank you, podcast.